Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise in revolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Debs. All right, Law. Hello. So fresh off the back of webinar 34, if I described our wonderful colleague Lindsay as like a support husky for the cold, dark Arctic months, I would describe you as a thermos of cocoa. I think something to to wrap your hands around and warm up. Um, So it was interesting because when we first started talking about the winter wellness tips, I was thinking, oh, how are we going to help people? And it's going to be dark and cold and awful and bad and we've got to keep safe. And then in response to your letter you wrote back, completely reframed in terms of your view around it. So talk me through how you reframe this idea of winter and where that came from. Yeah, I, I think um, I think I love winter, first of all. Um, it's a chance to wrap up lovely and warm. Um, but we went to, um, a couple of years back, we went to Tromso and in January, so not any daylight, and I struggled. And having a conversation with somebody in some random cafe um, asked, you know, how do you cope during this time of year? Um, and they just completely turned it on its head for me and said, you know, if we're looking for the negatives in it, then you'll get them. But actually, it's a great opportunity to snuggle down. It's a great opportunity to light the fires and sit warm. Um, it's a great opportunity to sort of you know meet you know, if you like with whatever's on um, through television or through people that you can contact in one way or another. Um, and just be um, take the make the most of the daylight when you do see it, but also just being in that warm, cozy environment where you can just shut yourself away and have all the sparkly lights on and you can make it a haven um of the rest and peacefulness and mindfulness um yeah and it was just like yeah so they saw the positive in it and then from that moment on it was like yeah actually yeah you're right it doesn't matter that's where it came from really so actually to look forward to a a, a first winter for many of us as as remote working as opposed to you know worrying sort of about it yeah definitely Um, so um, so obviously in your experience as a coach, you get to speak to lots and lots and lots of people from all sorts of different industries. And again, always in the spirit of confidentiality, of course. But I think it'd be really great to hear from you what your insights are in terms of much of what we covered on the webinars about individuals. Yeah. What are you picking up in terms of what is going to help set up teams well for um, long periods of remote working? Yeah, I think it, it would definitely um, complement what, what you said and what Lynn said on, on the call um, earlier. I, I think also it's just a bit of, for me, it's about managers understanding that, you know, their teams may need their permission to work slightly different hours. And also to give you like, again, give that permission or uh, give them the, empower them to agree that they might do calls sort of from nine until 11. And then while it's daylight or it's a nice day to take a break and then put some calls in towards the end of the day when it's a bit darker and they can't go out anyway. So I think there's an element of how much play does the manager have in ensuring that they are helping their teams to use the day in the right way. Be like you said, Zulu time um, is to be able to get the best out of the, the, the middle part of the day where there could be a brilliant blue sunshine and someone's sitting on a call because their manager says they have to. And they're, they're just looking you know, out the window going, but it's lovely out there. And when they come off the court four o'clock, it could be pitch black. So I think the manager has a part to play and a G, I believe a duty of care to maybe think about how they might help their team shape their day slightly differently 
to accommodate, if you like, that opportunity um, to let people go outside when it is daylight, because that can help. That really helps people. Well, I mean, of course, um, in, in uh, the global aviation has a winter and summer schedule, doesn't it? In recognition of how the the world just changes a little bit in terms of sort of the seasons with sort of with that. Yeah, and one um, of the, one of the clients we're working with at the moment, they do that uh, winter Friday, they call it. So everybody can leave and not work on a Friday afternoon. And because it's winter and it's dark, they've given them the opportunity to just, you know, do whatever they need to. If they want to work, they can. But they, it's like giving permission to take that Friday, winter Friday off. So, you know, they can do whatever they want and, and do something with their family during the day. So they can finish at midday if they want um, and take that time. So they called it like a winter Friday. Mm. It's nice, oh, isn't it? It's like a treat, actually, as opposed to, you know, kind of battening down the hatches and then sort of hibernating. You know, it's yeah. how do we emerge well. Yes. Um, so we had lots of conversations and the focus of uh, the webinar as well was about those people that are in work, remote working. Yeah. I know you've dealt with lots of, coached lots of people who are either in work looking for work or have started new roles, who are either kind of in a little bit of an uncertain furlough or be made redundant or whatever. Yeah. So, what would be some tips that you would specifically direct for anyone who is looking forward to a period of job seeking remotely in winter? Yeah. That, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a really good question, actually. Though. I think my advice to them and um, based on the conversations that I've had with a couple of people that are finding that they're not getting jobs straight off the bat um, is to still create that routine and that structure. Um, and, you know, spend not all day looking for jobs, you know, because that's not going to help them. But again, break their day up into smaller chunks so that they can do some research. Um, they can maybe look at what's going on on LinkedIn, maybe look at what's going on in the news or that around them, reaching out to people at different times. So they create a slightly different structure for themselves that's going to um, help them plan their day better so that they do build in time to go out if they're allowed and not in complete lockdown but you know they can just even go into a garden or walk around the block or whatever it might be so so they are still if you like doing some nice things as well so maybe it's listening to a a good old film or doing some keep fit so I think the structure is the same it's just maybe mixing the timings around it so they can make the most of the you know the weather or getting out during the day it's a similar thing really God, I think that's such a key point because, of course, you know, we all would have experienced times where we're in work or out of work. And once you're then in a job, you want to look back and go, I really spent my time well. Yes. And, and watched all the films that I wanted to around job seeking because, um, at, you know, at some point you'll get work and you want to be able to look back and kind of go, I, I used my time well yeah. that I had off before you're then balancing, you know, work-life balance again yeah. sort of with that. Yeah, the um, other thing, Law, that a couple of people have done that I've worked with, they've set up their own like mini group of support as well. So they've, they've, made, they've all been left the same company. It's a big company. They've all left the same company. But what they've done in very different jobs, but they've all sort of set up their little like a mini group support group if you like because they know each other from work um, and they do regular catch-ups with each other not to talk about the doom and gloom I haven't got a job yet or have you you know not that but just as, as a support network to go have you thought about or you know different ideas sharing and what about this and yeah this so that, that's that's really worked there's four of them in the group and it's really worked yeah that's oh, something else what a great catch to then surround yourself with people whom 
understand the situation you're in because yeah. and then you don't feel so strange if you if you're if all of your friendship circle are all kind of you know talking about how oh it's a nightmare balancing work and you're there sitting thinking I wish I had a job you know I wish I had tasks to balance then actually you're going to feel very um uh strange you know and, yeah. and and a bit sort of disconnected so I guess it's finding the people that are going to be able to give you the pep up and momentum and plus who aren't busy on calls precisely yeah. at the point during the day where you're going to be um, actively going for roles you know you yeah. need a bit of a sort of a boost yeah um, so what do they call it Deb seasonal adjustment disorder is that it when yeah. the sort of impact that that the change in weather can have on you know that people say can has a big impact on their mood so as always let's go really practical what would be three top tips for helping anyone who's thinking, oh, they might have a tendency to get a little bit sad um, yeah. in the winter months. And what might be three top tips that you think people could have at the front of their mind to keep well? Yeah, I think um, get out, get some fresh air, um, open your windows if you have to. I think that's a really good one. Let let somebody, you know, put your heating on, but open the window. If you, you know, I think also if you can connect with people, connect with people. I think that's really important. Uh, and if you fancy your break, if you like, and you're having a drink, cup of coffee or cup of tea, you know, wrap up, snuggle up warm and maybe just, you know, take your thermos and walk around the park if you've got one near to you or sit in your garden with a cup of tea. And especially if it's a nice day, you can do that. I know it's brewer, um, but yeah, and just maybe go somewhere different, somewhere you haven't been before. Um, so you're getting daylight. I think that's the thing going out at, in the light um, can really help you. Even if it's cloudy, you can still go out and see daylight. Yeah, try something different. Oh, Debs, like a snowflake. There's no one else in the world quite like you. You are a <laughs> unique combination. So um, as always, it's just been a joy picking your brains, you know, in terms of your perspective of coach, in terms of how to look after ourselves and set up for a well winter. Um, so I guess we'll see each other at the next one. We will. Which I think uh, uh, episode seven is going to be in a week's time where we're going to be looking at a grand review yeah. of all of the uh, topics that people seem to really enjoy in our webinar series, all 34 of them. So yeah. we'll kind of chat through the key key learns and the key main bits that people seem to enjoy. Yeah, definitely. The next one. So thank you. That was lovely to sip on your hot cocoa of ideas and support. I'll see you at the next one. Love you. See you at the next one. Love you too. Ah. Secrets from a Coach Brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training We'd love to hear from you Email us at info at wishfish.org.uk